Hey, fat fish heads. It's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fatfish. Sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, flap your fins for the fabulous Fatfish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder and Brad Grunny Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. What's up there, Good morning. Good morning. We're live from Las Vegas and Beverly Hills, California, no. man. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'll tell you, buddy, you're from you're Beverly California. Hills, California. Hey, Unbelievable. No, I'm not in Beverly Hills. I'm in uh, adjacent, adjacent, outside Los Angeles, they call it. But Well, uh, you're, you're, you're Los Angeles adjacent, they say. Hey, we're 45. You always do the lead into the show, but something hit the other night that it, it floored me. And because you have such a great relationship with the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr, um, this show, this season's been a shit show of drama with Draymond Green, and then this happened. We just lost their assistant coach, Devin Milojevic. I'm, I'm probably messing up his name. Eating dinner has a heart attack and passes away. You tell me. You said you texted Steve Kerr. Tell me the kind of leader he is and how he gets this team focused on tragedy. Just that's so, so sad. Well, he went through a tragedy in his life when we were at the University of Arizona. His father was uh, uh, assassinated in Beirut. He was the uh, president of the American University, and uh, his dad was uh, his dad was born and raised there. And he he didn't want any security, so he decided to tell the powers that be, "No security. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody following me around." Well, two guys were waiting for him uh, in his uh, right outside his office, hiding. And when he stepped out of the office, I think uh, they both they shot him and killed him. And they didn't kill Malcolm Kerr; they killed what he represented back in the '80s. It was horrible. And I spent a lot of time with Steve mourning his dad's uh, his dad's uh, his 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 dad's passing. I'll tell you something. Did you when you see the Last Dance? Yeah, they bring up his dad, and he gets all choked up. Thirty plus years later. You know, when you lose your dad, it's the worst you lose any family member. So I'll tell you what, I, I text Steve and Bruce Frazier. So Steve, I said, Steve, I wanted to send my deepest condolences in the passing of Coach Milanovic. Uh, so sad, only 46. Um, and then I put, uh, every day is a gift. And then he, he uh, returned it with a heart. And every day is a gift. So I just want to let you know that it, it's... It's so sad. I, I just know that he was so loved, a great assistant coach, and uh, 46. Unbelievable. Life is short, man. Life is short. It's, uh, yeah, it's, you're eating dinner, and you're, yeah, there's, there's players, there's coaches there, and the guy has a heart attack. And, of course, the last two games have been suspended. If you're not a Warriors fan, it doesn't matter. Right now, I am. I'm not. But right now, I'm pulling for the Warriors to have a great ending to their season. Hey, not like Steph Curry, Clay, you know, Clay Thompson, even Draymond. It's a great, it's a, it's a great organization. But they've gone through a lot of tragedy with, like I said, with the drama with this guy Draymond, and then this happened. So, if you can everyone say a prayer? Well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna raise the spirits of the show. But I know that Steve and Brad are very good friends, and that team is hurting right now. And the thing is, they're they're people like we are. They're athletes, but they're humans. Amen. 
<clears throat> Amen. Everybody, we're all the same. Some people more successful than others, but we all go poo-poo and we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. Well, you know, you know who's better than anyone is this handsome guy named Brad Glumberg. Okay. Handsome. You're going to see him on TV soon. But we did the NFL playoffs last week. And stick your head in there, Brad, so we can see it. So you can gloat a little bit. No, go to your – yeah, here you go. And I think – I'm not going to name the games. I think I got one or two right. Brad went five and one in this. So I owe him a dinner. So, you know, I'm, a, I'm not cheap or like that. But they do have a special here in Vegas at the Olive Garden. Where you can get all, free, all, the, all the breadsticks and salad you can eat and two pastas. So, Brad, anything you want to come up? Tommy, buddy, but congratulations Thank you. on you picking, you being Jimmy the Greek Snyder, not Eric Snyder, and, <laughs> and kicking ass. And, and congratulations. But now we'll go, now we're going to do our sports. Thank you. And we'll go, I'll give you the four games this weekend. I'll let you go first on all of them. Okay. The first one is the Houston Texans, which just destroyed Cleveland, are playing the Baltimore Ravens on yeah. Saturday, 115 our time on the West Coast. What do you like? Uh, the Ravens were more experienced. Love Houston, love the story, love the quarterback. But uh, the Ravens have it's it's in Baltimore, right? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all Baltimore. Yeah, it's gonna be close, I think, closer than people think. But unfortunately, uh, Houston's gonna they're gonna succumb to the uh, the greatness of the Ravens and the and. Uh, and Jackson, he's an incredible quarterback. Do you know that he did his own deal? He didn't have an agent. I don't know if you knew that. Amazing. And yeah. yeah, and he got a great deal. He deserves it. I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. Yeah, he's a great so it's hard player. for me, but I want to go against you in a couple of these. Okay. So we make it fun. And this is double or nothing on food. You're gonna get two dinners out of this if you beat me. Uh, so yeah. Can I upgrade? Can I upgrade? Can I when I when I beat you this weekend? Can I make it uh to Olive Garden? Goodbye. Hello. Uh What's the greatest steakhouse in? Uh, oh, what's the famous steakhouse in uh, Vegas? Been there a hundred years. Uh, what is it called? Uh, it's called um, Bob Taylor's is a huge steakhouse. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I'll go take you to. Yeah, I'll take you. We have a great one, Montana Meat Company, which is a sister of Shucks Shucks Tavern, where I work. There you go. Um, the other. Uh, I used yeah. to work there. It's great steak. But if you want, if you come into town, I will take you to Berries at the Circa. It's okay. all the athletes go there. It's, oh, it's okay. a great steakhouse. You but if you want to come up by me, we'll go to Montana Meat Company, do a little plug okay. for them. I like the Houston Texans. I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I'm the flavor of the month sometimes. It's like Taylor Swift is a flavor of the month in the NFL. I love the C.J. Stroud, but I love Lamar Jackson. So let's move on. Another flavor of the month is the Green Bay Packers. The most shocking game this past weekend is how they thumped the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones sitting there in that booth, snapping his hand and getting pissed off. <laughs> you go. The Good Green job. Bay Packers Saturday night, Bradley, play the 49ers. Uh, okay, I it's gonna be all it's it's in it's in San Francisco, the game. All 49ers. And I think I think uh Jordan Love's a great quarterback. Not where he's not he he's good, not great yet. And I think uh, I really think San Francisco is going to beat their asses. Thank you. I don't want to piss off Wendell, one of my good friends at, at Chuck's Tavern, is a big Niner fan. But I'm going to take Green Bay just because um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind taking to the Montana Meat Company or Barry Steakhouse. <laughs> I, take me to when both. you come up, uh, Why don't you take me to both. And by the way, I have a question: Do you have to be at the dinner? 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm paying, schmuck. Yeah. No, you hey, Brad, I'm paying. I'm, I'm taking care of the whole evening. Do you want me there or not? Uh, I'm there. Can we also go for a little fun at uh, a place that I, I hold near and dear to my heart? Spearmint Rhino. Clubs. All those girls are so jealous of me. They, I can't. You know, I walk in there, they think I'm Hugh Hefner with the world and stuff like that. <laughs> you could take the midget John Hyatt. It does not work a fucking camera for us uh, for a podcast. All right. He I'm going to take Green Bay just because I want to I want to go back, back and forth with you. Sunday morning, intriguing game because you got two guys that are making just comeback careers. And Jared Goff with the Lions against Baker Mayfield. Remember those commercials when he was the Browns, Brad, where he yeah. always living in Cleveland Stadium? Yeah. So, the Baker oh, who do you like? It's in Detroit. Who do you like, Brad? You like the Buccaneers or you like the Lions? Uh, the state of Michigan is on a roll. I told my buddy Mike Nathan, who came on, the the aficionado on where to go poo-poo, and he's the biggest, <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest Michigan Detroit fan there is. He watches everything from hockey to soccer to football. Detroit and Detroit, they're having an incredible season. This is, I mean, this hasn't happened in decades. So they're home. Their fans are incredible. If you know, two fans are incredible is Detroit fans and Buffalo and the Buffalo fans. Incredible. I mean, the Buffalo Mafia. Wow, the Bills Mafia. But I'm gonna go with uh, Detroit Lions, baby. Me too. I love their coach. That Dan Campbell guy, he's oh. a, he just looks like a Midwest type of – he played in the NFL for years. I love him. I love him too because he's 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 so passionate. And he's like a – he's a coach, but he, he he's, an, you know, an ex-player. So he knows what how to coach these guys, you know. Sure. And uh, he really he, – he even though they, they, you know, they have missteps, he, he never gives up. He never gives up. You know, in that locker room at halftime, I, 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 you know, you can hear a pin drop when he speaks, you know, love him. Yeah. Love him. Well, there's always the, the piece of cake that's left for the Duke of Windsor. Well, you, you, you're, you're my Duke. <laughs> um, the Chiefs play the Bills, which is turning out to be a rivalry like when Peyton Manning went against Tom Brady or, you know, the Lakers and the Warriors went these years with, with, with LeBron and Kobe and everyone. It, it's just a great rivalry. Chiefs and Bills, Sunday night in Buffalo. Who do you got? Love the Chiefs. You know, they're great. Taylor Swift, I'm a big fan. But there's no way they're going to beat the Bills in Buffalo in that weather. And Josh Allen has a lot to prove. Okay, and Buffalo has a lot to prove to their fans because four Super Bowls, Scott Norwood missed it by that much, right? Four Super Bowls, Jim Kelly, one of my heroes, down they went. Now he has come so close, Josh. He has to. He has to go a little, little cliche. He has to go over the uh, the goal line. He has to get to the Super Bowl and win it this year. I take the Bills all the way. They're going to win it all, and they're going to beat uh, the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night. In I'm with you. So we agree on the two Sunday Sunday games, and we go we're, we're opposite on the on the Saturday games. I got Houston. You got Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I got Green Bay. You have the Niners. And okay, that, that sounds good. It's it's fun. The divisional weekend is usually the greatest weekend if you're an NFL fan. And let's hope that the games are better than the blowouts we saw last week 
Are you, so, are you watching? That with, being said, are you going to watch with your son, Max? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, it's Vicky and my anniversary on Sunday. What? Yeah. How many, how 34 years? years. Can you believe that? What an idiot she is? Wow. What a, <laughs> what's wrong with her? Uh, wow. Love her to death. I know. What I get lucky for you. Got, well, what it's a you have a you have a beautiful family. She is the salt of the earth. She yeah, has she is. And, you know, they're oh, going to yeah. do the you know Cleveland Clinic's going to do a study of her brain when she passed away, and yeah. it's going to say what made you look at that guy and say a guy that's got a mind of a twelve-year-old his whole life and say, oh, that's for me, you know. But 30, no, so it's my anniversary. Family will come over. You're welcome to come over. We're going to have a big spread. Big. Oh my God, you should really? drive up. For the spread we're going to have for my so we'll watch the games have a good time and um you talked about fan bases right i just want to shout this out because we have a lot of fans in the raider nation in the marketing department hey gabriel Willis. i promise you if we get hey. another guy on the show brad won't talk about the guy's dick all right so <laughs> yes, I will, look man. at this beam this is look at snoopy why is it taking so long to name Ampir to name antonio pierce's head coach come on raider nation come on mark we love this guy he galvanized yeah. that locker room, the, the team, the fans, everyone's rallied around this guy. And we have someone that we could really root for and want to do well with for the next five or 10 years. Do the right thing, Mark Davis. Sign this guy. You're following the Raiders in this path, right, uh, Brett? Are you still talking? What, what did yeah. You say? Well, I'm passionate about the Raiders. I love I, Listen, the Raiders were in shambles. Antonio, listen, he picked up the pieces. He rallied the troops, and uh, Mark Davis has got to give him a chance. Come on, Mark. Yeah, you know, but he's interviewing everybody else. He's, you know, he's Mark Davis has to interview everybody else. But I mean, you know, he's a sentimental favorite, right? The players yeah. love him, the fans love him, you love him, I do love him too. Wait a minute! Breaking news: right. Why we're doing the show? Mark Davis is interviewing Mini Snacks. John, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, Joe Gri Grippo. Joe Grippo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mini snacks. <laughs> We're going to get you a job, buddy. You're going to work for the Raiders as, a, as a, you know, concessions. Big shout out. Oh, by the way, are you still talking? They want big shout out to Joe Grippo. Just want to. Joe Grippo, love it. I got to, before we get to some memes, I got to, uh, things. You and Brad should do your favorite stadiums. And I could say right now, I've been to a lot of stadiums, so has Brad. But Brad judges a stadium by their concession stands that's it so brad give me your favorite give me your favorite I've been to every stadium in la i have not been to sofi tell me about sofi well first of all i heard that the in uh, what's the new clipper uh venue it's like a spaceship uh intuitive intuitive in trip it's next to sofi yeah what's the it's like a bank i don't know but it, it's unbelievable that's going to be the state of the art of the state of the arts when it opens next year. And they, they already announced uh, the other day, uh, Adam Silver announced that the 2026 All-Star Weekend will be in LA at, at uh, whatever it's called. I don't even know. But it's really cool. I've seen a couple of pictures of it. It's really cool. But uh, SoFi is unbelievable. I mean, I was lucky. Uh, my buddy Kirk Reynolds, He's to uh, do all the publicity for the Rams. He got me some incredible tickets for Joe Kenny and his gorgeous daughter, Catherine. We all, the three of us went to the game. 
It was well, first of all, it took us a hundred years to get to the seats. That was a problem. I'd ask somebody, where are these seats? They go, Well, you gotta go over here and down this elevator. Uh, we got lost a couple of times, but food, unbelievable. Whatever you want, whatever you want, when you want, and that's that's the most important thing to me. But uh, no, it was so good. Oh, it was great. And you know what's great? Any seat is great because you watch the this jumbotron that wraps around the, the, the stadium, which is incredible. Oh, so far. What's your, so far, okay. it was amazing. Yeah. From D, D Rizzo, D Rizzo, that sounds like a, you know, someone that's a, that's, that's kind of connected. Yeah, I know. From Lincoln, Nebraska. We get a, here's a Lincoln, Nebraska, right? Mm -hmm. Ask Brad, what's his favorite stadium that's outside of LA. So, oh, you oh, know, okay. um, wow. That's a good question. Um, I don't really go outside LA to stadiums. Uh, well, I, I love my Arizona Wildcats. You know, good stadium. Uh, you know, I love I love you know Arizona Stadium in Tucson, Arizona. Um, you know, I mean, listen. When I was a kid, my dad took me to a Nick game. This is a great story. And you know, Madison Square Garden is the mecca, right? They say it's the mecca. So we're going to our seats, and all of a sudden there are these guys sitting in our seats, and the and the you know the usher goes, "Get up!" These guys start swearing at us motherfucker mother effers brother i go buddy we pay for these seats my dad i'm 12 years old i'm looking at these guys and then oh this is great I'm 12 years old we sit down not 10 minutes in i hear one of the fans go hey mendy why don't you go home and fuck your wife a uh, mendy rudolph remember the remember he passed sure he was a, a yeah he was an official yeah, yeah one of the great nba officials he and he had, he had a heart attack at 50 one of the greatest NBA officials of all time. But this guy, this, this guy, right, like maybe ten, five seats away from me, Mendy, go home and have your wife. I'm like, I'm going, Dad, what's that? He goes, that's New York. So so those are my picks. What about you? Well, I love, I've been, oh, God, I've been in so many stadiums, baseball, and football. I'm a sports junkie, but um, I love football. I love the Oakland Alameda Coliseum because it smelled like a sewer. But you had great concession stands, and there was so much history. The best stadium I've ever been in, outside the old Yankee Stadium, because oh, wow. not only were the concessions great, but I remember rest in peace. Like we had my grandfather on, and my and my dad would say, "Look, son, that's where Babe Ruth stood. Wow. You know, that's where Joe DiMaggio stood and Mickey Mantle." And you get you get a, you get nostalgic, and the food was great. And every New Yorker, you, you know, all you hear is people blowing their nose, you know, and. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bullshit call. What are you talking about? What's the matter with you, you bastard? You know, it's all you hear from even the way that nest the women. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I, I it's great. And I was there when I was like 17, 18. But yeah, I mean, hey, listeners and viewers, fishgrunny1 at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite stadiums and we'll, we'll we'll give you a shout out next week. We'll give and you know, you guys all have your great give us a great stadium story. Brad tells stories better than I do. He'll tell you. He'll tell the story about you in a stadium. You got thrown out. You got drunk. You got stupid. You got laid in a stadium. It happens. By the way, I did. Uh, uh, Jeff Franklin cast me in Fuller House. I, w I was a warm up guy on Full House, but I did Fuller House as an actor. And we he for the first I did five episodes. I was so blessed and grateful. But the first one I did is when Stephanie falls in love with Hunter Pence. OK, Hunter I did Pence. it. Yeah. I did it during the game uh, at Candlestick or whatever they call it now. And I am telling you, 
we did it during the second, third, and fourth inning, and San Francisco Giants were playing the Dodgers, last game of the season. I'm going to tell you something. They are amazing fans in San Francisco, really. I mean, Golden State fans were amazing. Oakland fans were amazing. Of course, they're in uh, Las Vegas now, but uh, the the baseball fans are phenomenal. So nice, passionate. I love it, right? They don't take any shit. Like L.A., if, if, if they come late and leave early, that's yeah. it, right? Well, what I'm not proud of, I want to move on, but not you brought up something we could touch on. Where'd you go? There you are. Where'd you go? You want me to take over? It's internet okay. connection. But I'm not what I'm not proud of is that New York, the New York fans, Brad, are very that the rivalries are phenomenal with Boston and each other and our, our yeah. families with the Giants and the Brooklyn Dodgers and the um you know, the, 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 and the Yankees, but we don't have that in LA. There's always something else better to do than yeah. sit there and worry about sports and it makes us elitist, but we love our sports, but I'm taking over now. <clears throat> yes. Oh, that, here you are. There you um, No, you're right. No. LA fans are passionate when we're winning. You know what I'm It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy to say, but listen, I love LA. I love, la sports and uh you know we'll see what happens the lakers they're good they're hot they're cold who knows but the clippers are coming on man look out for the clippers right you got those four veterans you never know right you know when they when you're right when they first uh acquired james harden they went like a five-game losing streak and now they're really hitting the mark but uh, we'll we'll get it we'll get into when, when the football season ends we'll get to more of our basketball that's because right when the super bowl ends we got about 25, 30 games left in the NBA season, so it's fun to handicap, right, and say, hey, this is where the Warriors are at, the Suns. Let's look at the East with Boston. And But, again, let's end our sports with rest in peace, Devin Milojevic. And for all you Golden State people and Steve Kerr, we're praying for you. God bless you. We're going to miss you. All right. Check out this meme. So great. After birth, how long does it take for the eyes to open? It's not showing. Immediately, so. goats. Let's see why we're we're having a little problem. There we go. After birth, how long does it take for the eyes to open? Cows immediately. Goats two hours. Cats after six days. Dogs after ten days. Humans after marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Is that great? Mister Thirty Four Years on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday, January twenty first. Oh, that's fantastic. And, uh, can't, I'm a lucky man. You and are. Look, not everyone's married. Not everyone's, we have our ups and downs, but it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really grounded me. So my parents are married 61, baby. So huge. Yeah, man. Huge. It's, it's, listen, check this one out. Have you ever noticed that men, men, look at the word men, men, oh, pause, menstrual cramps, mental illness. Yeah, mental breakdown. Yeah. You ever notice that all your problems start with men? <laughs> wait, wait, but you first got to you got you didn't read the 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 top. Ladies, have you ever noticed now for our, our listening viewers, men opause, uh men what does that say? Scroll cramps. Scroll cramps. Men uh I can't even read that. What mental that? illness. Mental oh, mental breakdown. Oh, Mental illness, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed that all your problems start with men? I love that. And here is something that's right up your alley. I love this. This is my favorite 
basketball player of all time, but it's great. This is on this is on a marquee. Magic Johnson wasted the world's best porn name on a basketball career. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh my goodness. Magic for, Johnson. Is oh, that great? Good. For that a listening good. audience, it's a marquee. And it says Magic Johnson wasted the world's best porn name on a basketball career. You couldn't get better. Um, Magic Johnson. One of my it. favorite podcasts I did with um we'll get, get this out of there because I we all probably can't read it. Um my favorite podcast I did with this guy was with this guy. That's Carrot Top. Uh, November yeah. 9th, that's Brad. That Sticky Paw Studios is the best. John Orlando and his Travis and his whole grand. We had a chance to, and that's that's Carrot Top. Scott Thompson, very good friend of Grumberg, one of the best podcasts I ever did. I laughed for two days afterwards, right? <laughs> but check this out. That's Carrot Top. Can you take a picture of that? Look at it. For all you viewing people, look at Carrot Top. You've probably seen them. Listeners, go Google them, right? I couldn't get the guy's name, but this is real. This is a picture for the Baltimore Orioles, right? right. I, I couldn't get his name, but I was laughing so hard. This is not Photoshopped. This is not fake news. Is that oh. Carrot Top as a picture for the Baltimore Orioles? <laughs> oh, What's that guy's name? I, I don't know. So, listener, someone comments. Give me this guy's name. I'll find oh. out for the next show. Um, um, I didn't do my homework like I should have, but hey, it is, is what it is. Funny. We're live. And, oh, um, my gosh. That is great. It's crazy. Look. Look around his mouth. Yeah. Goes, There's Carrot Top. There's yeah. him as a baseball player. You know? That's great. That is. I bet Scott knows the guy's name. That's funny. Oh, that's great. Look at that. Look at that. Put him. Oy. Look at Love those ear, The hair looks like ears, you know? Oh, that's funny. right. That's great. Is that fucking great or what? So we were about halfway through our show, and I started thinking about, you know what? Brad has been in the entertainment industry his whole life. What gets me when I watch a TV show, mostly movies, is cameos. What cameo? What movie did you see where you, and I say this to Brad all the time when we talk about films, I'll say, this guy stole the movie, Okay. I'm going to show you a picture of a guy that stole the movie. I'll give you an example of a listening audience. If you ever saw the movie War Dogs with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill, Bradley Cooper stole the movie. He had eight minutes of screen time, but he stole the movie. Okay. okay. One of my favorite cult films <coughs> is Napoleon Dynamite. This is the actor John Grease that played Uncle Rico. 12 minutes of screen time, but if you watch that movie... <laughs> You could you could say every one of his lines that he did because he was so dynamic. Oh, it's great in the movie. Yeah. The next one I'm going to do before I go shut the Brad. I don't have a picture of it. If you watch the original Caddyshack, Roddy Dangerfield had seven minutes of screen time and tore it up, crushed it. His lines, the funny. So I'm going to go to Brad, but I want you guys to chime in on fish one at gmail.com and tell me your favorite cameos, Brad. And it can't be you, Brad. Ah, uh, no. I would not be a great cameo, but I will tell you first, my favorite TV show of all time, Brady Bunch. Bobby is sick in the hospital, and of course, the man comes to visit him. Joe Namath, baby. Remember that episode? Joe Namath sure. comes, remember? And he comes to see Bobby in the hospital, and you know, the whole thing, you know, Joe throws Bobby a, a touchdown pass in the backyard. That's one. Number two. An all-time favorite, 2008, Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman, Tom Cruise as Les Grossman, dancing, oh my gosh, he was phenomenal. He came out of nowhere, and you're like, 
oh my god that's tom cruise i mean the guy it was hilarious and tom cruise is funny you know he's a dramatic actor but man he brought it in uh tropic thunder go out back and see that movie great movie incredible movie ben stiller uh just the whole gang. I mean, so funny. But I loved him. I loved Les Grossman. Rex Grossman. Jesus Christ. Super Bowl. What was it? Uh, he went to the Super Bowl with the Bears and they lost. But that's that's a one hit. That would be the equivalent of a one hit wonder. Like, what was that? What was that song we, we all danced to at Mom's Saloon? Dexie's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. You could, everyone, everyone knows that song. One hit, come on, Eileen. You know, sing it, Brad, because you, I might owe you three dinners after this. I don't even know that song, but was were you back? Were you on the bar dancing to that song? Back always, I did. Oh. oh God, I'm always in a bar dancing, dancing all the time, buddy. Um, like so it. that's the cameo section. Um, you brought up something that interests me because I hear, and you could you could tell me if you could if you could fact check this or, yeah, verify it. I hear Tom Cruise does his. You brought up Tom Cruise, and I thought. Does he do his own stunts? Is that true or is that bullshit? Tom Cruise in his contract goes, if I don't do my own stunts, I'm not doing the movie. Now, you would think the Bond company, the insurance company, would freak out, and they do freak out. So they have huge, huge, uh, the huge uh, they have to pay huge money for uh, it to insure the movie. And uh, the Bond company is who insured, insures the movie. I, did you see uh, uh, Mission Impossible 7? I mean... Tom Cruise is a, a dr adrenaline junkie. He is, yeah. I mean, he does everything. I want to be a stuntman because I will just be sitting there watching him eating uh, ding-dongs and ho-hos and getting paid. I mean, he there's very, just, there's, there is a stuntman because there's some stuff he cannot do. There's no way. But he would want to do it, but he, they won't let him do it. I think uh, they strapped him to a plane or something. That was a stuntman. But yes, he does all of his stunts. He loves it. And by the way, Tom Cruise, first one to the set, last one to leave. That's a fact. And he's a very nice guy. He's a very, very nice guy. A little cuckoo. I saw him. Know. He came into Mom's Saloon one time with Emilio Estevez. They did the, doing the rap party for a film called um, um, The Breakfast Club. Not The Breakfast Club. What were they in together? Um, damn it. Um, well, Taps? Last, damn it, what was it? Not um, no, uh, wrong. Yeah. Wasn't a Breakfast Club. It, it was up. the uh, the movie with C. Thomas Howell. It was it was based on the the, the, the S.C. Hinton novel. Was that? No, no. I loved uh, C. Thomas Howell and Soul Man. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, great. Uh, he's great. For you. Let me look it up. He, he's a that, there's an underrated actor. Um, it was called The Outsiders. Patrick oh, yeah, Swayze outside. and those yeah, guys. And Cruz walks in. I'm, Jesus, you know, I remember I remember seeing him in. Uh, in risky business and i go oh he's the guy the, he's you know i'm only five nine and a half the nicest guy oh, and who knows i don't care what he does with his religion and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. i know that he treated staff great and i told you that story about patrick swayze well with all everyone left and all that we had to get everyone out and patrick swayze stood back and he goes you mind if i hang out with you guys and I, even though you're close and all of a sudden I'm looking around and he's bussing tables to help us get out of there. Early, you know? Oh man. And I wanted to give him a ride. We always went out to get something to eat afterwards. And he, yeah. he just walked to Westwood by himself. And yeah. he wasn't a big star back then, but he did that movie. And no, just, he's very low. He's, he's like humble. Like, um, uh, who's, Oh, uh, what's his name from, um, <laughs> he just slipped my mind, but, um, 
No, Tom Cruise, I don't know if you know this, but they did <clears throat> Mission Impossible 1 and 2 at the same time. I mean, right. Mission Impossible, the sequel after Mission Impossible 7. Uh, this year, Mission Impossible 8 is coming out. Well, uh, somebody leaked uh, audio. I guess he was had a live mic or something, and he was screaming at this crew guy because he wasn't wearing a mask. It was COVID time, and he was so he goes, people have families, man. Put the fucking mask on. I mean, he went nuts, and I and he's just trying to protect people's health. You know, he is he. You know, he well, Tom Cruise is all in. You know, he's an all in guy, and that's uh, that's what I love about him. You know, he you know he's not just a guy who sits in his trailer and when they call. He is the producer. He's the actor. He's, I mean, I don't know if he also punches up scripts, but he is really good. But he's he's really a guy's guy, you know, and an actor's guy, you know. So good guy. You want, you want, you know, that's you know, that's that that when you said he's the first guy on the set and the last guy to leave. When you get when you get an athlete like that, like Kobe Bryant, yeah, they're winners. The guys that put the most work in anything, right? The, you know, I hate I hate to use cliches, but they said hard work never killed anybody. No, it makes you better, more successful. If I put more hard work into this podcast, I'd know who this son of a bitch is. Not one person has chimed <laughs> in. You know, that's got to be Caratop's cousin or something, right? No, this. <laughs> or you know what he looks like, don't you? Who? Come on, Ronald McDonald. Uh, or or uh, McDonald's is a Baltimore Oral, but or Wendy. It's great to see a guy go retro like that and get the kind of hair, uh, you know, that that we wore back in the seventies. Right. Um, are you? Are you? Um, when when do you watch do you watch binge watch any shows? Because um, I got into the Fargo series on FX. That's that's the Joel and Ethan Cohen that started the movie. They do a series and they take right. true events that happened in the Midwest and they make a story of it. This last one with John Hamm and Juno Temple takes yeah. the cake. You love Did it? You watch it? No, not my type of not my type of uh, TV show. So what do you watch? You watch the Food Network all the time, and then watch Food comedy Network, John Candy. What the uh, fuck do you watch? Uh, Food Net uh, Network, uh, porn. Uh, what else do I watch? Uh, there's some great porn out now, by the way. Uh, I watch. You want to hear my guilty pleasure? You won't believe this. Beverly, uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I'm the Real say, Housewives of Beverly Hills. So you, know you watch, watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know, um, is there? Do you want me to? You know tell you, you want me to tell you why? Because I went to elementary school with Kim and Kyle Richards. That's why. And it's a train wreck. And people are struggling in this world. People can't eat. People don't have jobs and all this stuff. And these fucking women are buying $30,000 burqa purses. What? And they live in a fucking fantasy world. And I'm like, so I'm like, this is fucking crazy. But it's really getting good. And, uh, I don't know if you know, but Kyle Richards, she left, well, she's split from her husband, uh, Mauricio uh, Mansky, and uh, he was on uh, Dancing with the Stars, but uh, Kyle Richards could be dipping her toe in the lady pond, if you know what I mean. Yes. Ooh. She found uh -huh. a country singer, uh, Morgan something, and uh, they have, I think they've fallen in love. Wow. Oh. I'm yeah. so I'm touched. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's in a, a world school. that's struggling so much with strife and hunger, and I and that you know I, I remember I got I lost a bet to my wife, right? Anniversary, 
And then she made me watch an episode of the Kardashians. And the one I had to watch is they're in search for the perfect pedicure and manicure in Beverly Hills. Unbelievable. And I won't say how much they spent to get their nails done and their feet done. But if I'm paying that type of money, I'm getting my tick tick done. So it's just, it's insane. But you know what? I get pissed off with people. I don't know how you feel about this, Brad, that put these people down. The Kardashians say what you want. They're philanthropic. They do a lot for charity. Yep. They might be the talent, most talented people in the world, but they're great business people. They're it was Chloe or Courtney developed that. I, I did a podcast with another guy before you that was more talented and better looking. And I brought up a thing called the vagina gummy. The vagina gummy. And I think the mod- the, the moniker was um, the treat for your meat that makes it ta- taste great. So your man or woman would want to eat or something like that, right? They, she's made millions because everyone's got problems in their body. You know, like we had the Lumate, when we had the Lumate girl come on and talk about body odors on men and women. She got crucified for this, the Kardashians. She made millions. The same people that crucified her probably bought the product, you know? Right. So, right. I mean, I don't care what you do as long as you give back. Yeah. And people, if people watch your show, then we talked about this. I never watched one episode of Friends. Tremendously successful. Yeah. I just okay. didn't get into it. Why? You didn't like it at all? Nothing. No. I told my wife, I told Vicky, I said, you know what, honey? What is it? Six yuppies that live in New York, they'll have money, you know? And I said, no, what's gonna happen in, in in the run of this show? Two, two, four, four of them will hook up with each other. The other two would just be schmucks, you know, and that was the Lisa Kudrow and Joey's character. Yeah. I, no, I just didn't get into it. Highly successful. I don't get into your shows. Yeah. And by the way, the Kardashians, 20 years going strong on Hulu. No one even think uh, would have thought they'd last 10 minutes. But you know who the, the brains behind the operation is? Chris Jenner, the mother. She is an incredible businesswoman. I'm telling you. And yes, she's they hot. are. Yeah. I think she's beautiful. Do you? She's oh, yeah. yeah. They're all good looking. Yeah, they're all, they're all very. Well, listen. They're not all natural, if you know what I mean. Uh, they've gone under the knife a couple times. You know, come on. With all their money, they're getting the, the Botox. You need some Botox, by the way. Look at I you. Know good. No. Well, I go back to the Kardashians. If no. take Chris out of take Chris out of the equation, which one would you date? You know who I would date? Um, I love Chloe. You know why? Remember she had that reality show with uh, Lamar Odom. She yeah. really took care of him like a real wife. I mean, she had his favorite candy, all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, she's cool. Other than looks, you know, I wouldn't, you know, go right to Kim, you know, but let me ask you this question. Cause we're on the subject. Why can't they keep a man? Why do they go from, why does the, the men that they date cheat on them? Remember, uh, what was his name? Chris uh, Humphrey, the center for, uh, in the NBA. Remember he was married to uh, Kimmy. Remember he cheated on her or he says, I'm out. I mean, all of them have a story with men. Maybe because their their father passed away, you know, early in their in their lives. I don't know. I don't know. I, I maybe, just, they're not, maybe they're not maybe they're not taking the vagina gummies. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean I don't know. That I, I you know that. what? Yeah. I've never, I, I, I my buddy Craig Persky worked on the show for years um as a production finance guy and said they're all great and Kim is so nice and yeah, great I, and it's one thing to realize, you know what, I'm lucky 
to be in this situation. I might be able to talented, but they but they're great business people and they just get crucified. And I say, you know what? If you don't like them, go fuck yourself because they they do things for a lot of people. Don't watch. You know, I'm no. I'm not here to be a you know no. a big statesman person for the for the Kardashians, but give people a break for God's sakes. Look, people watch and listen to our podcast. I don't yeah. know why, but <laughs> no, I listen. They they do a lot of things, and they don't. And what I like about it, they're humble about it. They don't talk about all the things and the people they help out. Look at Kimmy; she got a lady out of jail who was wrongly convicted. You know, she spent money. You know, to you know, she wants to be a lawyer. Shouldn't probably never be a lawyer, but she. They all done in their own way wonderful things for strangers, and I like that. They do made you know it, her. Do you no, know her? Because you call her Kimmy. Never met him. I just called Kimmy because, you know, I might be dating her one day. But uh, no, I don't know. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people who uh, who know them and they say they're very, very nice. You know, listen, look at you. Are you perfect? No. Am I perfect? Yes. No. No, no you. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> no one's You're... perfect in this world. Anybody who thinks they're perfect, they got they, they should rethink that. Okay. We all make mistakes. We all do things we wish we could go back and do differently. That's life. Right. Yeah. You're perfect. And you know, oh, thank you. I went to Greece. I went I to did, Greece one time. Right? What the hell did I think when I said yes? Jesus. 45 shows ago. Fuck well, me. You're perfect. I went to the I went to the Acropolis in, in, in Athens, and there's statues of great Greek gods, Zeus and Ares, and there's Brad Grumberg. You know, he says, Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so you are you know no this one thing that you know we, you could you could be a perfectionist yeah but doesn't mean you know and, and people are like that and they just have to have everything perfect but no no one's perfect and and we strive i guess our idiom on this show is is to hopefully find the best mean? people what I is get, I hear people kardashians are losers what, what it, why you know no, what you're a loser because what is you're a hater that's a great. That's a great line. That's, new, that's a new thing now. What does idiom mean? Are you still talking? What does idiom mean? What the fuck, man? I didn't do well in school. What does that word mean? Idiom. Our mantra. It's what oh. we want to try and get out. Okay, it's, what, it's, what our, it's what our message is. Don't worry, Brad. I, I know. I know you didn't go to English class at university yeah, high school. No. I mean, <laughs> can I tell a funny story? I got to tell about my twelfth grade English teacher, Mr. Gark, who I'm still dear friends with. He is like family. So he was like, he, he, he was a really good teacher when he started, but I went to university high school and it was hilarious because halfway through the class, it was over and he'd be reading the wall street journal. Okay. So I was bored. We had taken our test. He had corrected them and it was all over and it was like a Friday. So I went up to his desk and I said, Mr. Gardner, how you doing? And he pulls down the, uh, the wall street journal. He goes, yeah, what do you want? I go, I just wanted to say hello. 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 And he goes back up with the paper. I go, Mr. Gardner, it's me again. I tap on the on the paper and he brings it down. He goes, what do you want? I go, I just want to talk to you and say hi. All right. Move the trash can. Bring that chair over here. And from that day, we've been best of friends. He is the most amazing guy. Heart of gold. I, I learned a lot from him. I don't know how I got a B in his class for Brad, but I never... Uh, I never met a teacher I like more than him. He's a wonderful guy. How about your favorite teacher of all time? High school, junior high, elementary? Joe Feinstein. I had Joe, I forgot what school was that. Joe Feinstein taught a class called Singles and Death and Living as part of a uh, like a home economics thing. Took us, 
he took us to uh, funeral homes and took us to, you know, this is where strip clubs are. Yeah. Wait, wait. Who? What was this? Junior high, or high school? I forgot. It was junior high or high school? But Joe Fine, Joe Feinstein was my favorite teacher. Yeah. Um, I. I, I had more. I had more professors in college I liked than I did oh, high school. Like uh -huh. Yeah, professors in college. I I would love to debate my professors in high school and then see them in the in the in the in the you know the town thing where the school was and get a beer and talk to them. You couldn't do that when with high school teachers and stuff like that. That's true. That's true. Now I I've had a lot of teachers. Teachers and your and your wife's a teacher, correct? Yeah, yeah. second grade. Vicky is a, a wonderful teacher. They don't get enough credit, you know. I've had some wonderful, wonderful teachers in my in my in my life, and I've I've had some reunions, and I brought them back because I wanted to say thank you and have all my friends. Like I had a great sixth grade reunion. I went to Roscommon Road Elementary, and I brought a lot of the teachers back for this uh, reunion to say thank you. And you know what? When when you, former students call you or write you a letter or an email or text you or see you and say thank you, that that that. That's well, that's big. That's huge, right? For any, no. no, you're full of shit. Come on. I the real know. reason why you went to your six year, the sixth grade reunion, yeah. they finally gave you your diploma. Said here, <laughs> here, you can go to, you can now go to junior high school, Mr. Grumberg. You know, uh, I mean, if anyone, if anyone I wanted to hang out with high school with, it'd be you, because you're the class clown. You're the guy that can get things. You're like Morgan Freeman's character in Shawshank Redemption. You can get things. You know. Yeah. Hey Brad, I know I know we're 13. Can you give me penthouse or Playboy? No problem. <laughs> How much is it gonna cost? Well, the magazine is four dollars. Give me ten. I'll stop at McDonald's and then get the magazine. Don't worry. Were you a good student? What were you a good student in college? Yes, in high I was school? a student. You got straight A's in high Not school. Not straight A's, but I, I probably graduated with a 3.6 or 3.5. Wow. I have a they gave me like a talus that I wore at the graduation, like a gold talus. And I was a very good student. That's great. Man. But I wasn't a I the my my biggest crutch in high school was right. math. I was great at every other subject, science right. and everything. The English all the Englishes. What was your worst subject? Everyone. Uh, <laughs> I was really good. I was really great, good. I great was really, timing, everyone. I was, I was really good at recess and lunch. I was really good at recess and lunch. But I will tell you this. Um, I don't even know how I graduated college. I I am the real-life Jeff Spicoli. I barely fucking squeaked by. I'm telling you. I had to go to one of my teachers at the end of my college career and tell him, yes, uh, I forgot his name, but I go, you know, Mr. Mr. White, I, I had some bad Chinese last night. I wasn't feeling very well during the final and he looked at me, I swear to God. I, and of course, I saw him in Park Center next to Kai Babachuka, where we all had, uh, you know, our a la board card. And we, uh, our parents uh, filled with money so we could eat. It was the cafeteria. And he looks at me and he goes, Mr. Grunberg, I have a feeling you're going to squeak by. Just like Mr. Hand to uh, Jeff Spicoli in Fast Times or Ridgemont High, which is a movie that I want to tell all the young people to rent, download, one of the greats, and it stands the test of time. Correct? Absolutely. It it, it is so. I if if it, if it comes by, if I'm on the HBOs and just streaming, and I see yeah. it on, you I watch it. Because by the way, I still laugh at. I still laugh at. The, I I probably seen so. Yeah, I probably seen it forty times. I'm an yeah. idiot. Yeah. But um, I mean, look, Brad, 
You can't tell me that Chris Baldy didn't go to you and 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 use you as you know you, you were his mentor in doing the scene in Tommy Boy when he's in college and he's getting <laughs> drunk and he goes I barely there's no way and you weren't that table. character at University of Arizona in your fraternity you're the guy who got everyone high and drunk and was the most fun guy to be with and the last day you were in Arizona there's no way you didn't pass out and break a table <laughs> for drinking <laughs> and partying come on. Give it up here live on Fatfish. I got, oh, do I have stories, man. I have incredible stories. But. Uh, save it. Yeah, no, I'll save them because I, yeah. I'll save Lisa, it. For Lisa Viagos, am I pronouncing your name right? Right in. Lisa Viagos from Chula Vista, California. Yeah. That's down in uh, San Diego, right? Yeah. What's, when you grew up, what was your and Brad's favorite hairdo? Well, <laughs> well I had an afro. And I could put some pictures on. I had a big old, this this is me right here. <laughs> but I, I had a dark hair. What was your hair like, Brad? I think we had a picture oh, of you with your sister. On, you... you know my favorite. Mine was the bowl cut, man. <laughs> they put a bowl on my head and cut around. Yeah, I was, yeah. I barely, you know, I got my hat. This is not a hair piece. This is real, man. Nah. You know what I don't like? You know, Lisa, I, I, look, Lisa, chime in. You know what we don't like? And give us a give us a shout out. I don't like the John Luke Picard look. He was a Starship Enterprise captain after <laughs> James T. Kirk and is played by Patrick Stewart, phenomenal Shakespearean actor. It's where you have, take this shit off. Look at that melt bulb. It's like you have hair right here, right? Yeah. And the rest of you is bulb. Yeah. I don't get that. Why don't, you know, I always, I, I had a buddy of mine that worked with me um at a restaurant that i used to run i just, i felt like saying to him just shave this shit off right. or you ever get a guy brad that has like oh, you're close to it that has seven strands on the top of his head he's combing it over and he's yeah, gelling it over, yeah well look at larry david larry david has the hair he has that out here yeah, yeah. but no it's a, it less for some people it's a good look they don't want to they don't want to go totally bald they want to hang on to what they still have you know, I, I I don't understand it either. They should just shave the whole thing, right? You know, yeah. have, you know. But, Were you uh, uh? Yeah. At least I don't know about you. I don't know how old you are, but Brad, you know, you know, it was very, what was very, very uh, popular when we were kids, is we used to call it the bird. The women had the bird feather hair, where they just took it with the comb it over their ears, and they took them to hair dryers, and it. There was the mullet before the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these women are, but I'll I'll uh, I'll go with what you said. I'll yeah, I concur. Whatever. Yeah. Did you ever date a girl with a really bad bad hairdo, and you you went on a date and said, Jesus Christ, what is that flop on top of your head? No, not really. You know, women take care of their hair more than men do. I, I you know, yeah, no, no, I did not. I did not. All my women had nice hair. Hairdos. You know, they went uh, every two weeks. Like my. I used to take my grandma, Helen Nanny Klein, to the hairdresser every two weeks to get her. Uh, she was, I think she grew up a brunette, but then she became a blonde. And she, I took her to Miwa's Salon on 3rd Street. And then after, uh, of course, I took her to Andre's Spaghetti down the street, across the street from Farmer's Market. And she loved the spaghetti. By the way, my grandma loved Andre's Spaghetti so much because it was a cafeteria style. It's still there today. Great Italian food. But she liked it because no tip. <laughs> but of course, as she, we walked away with our trays, with our spaghetti and uh, 
French bread and uh, soup, I'd slip the guy a 10. You know, I'd slip the guy a 10 and say, thanks, buddy. And, and just my grandma was so special. But yeah, Miwa's Salon. It's not there anymore, but I used to take my grandma every two weeks. Women love, they, they take care of themselves better than they take care of their men. Hello, right? And Vicky has taken care of you for 34 fucking years. Jesus. Yeah. And she, I mean, you know what a pet peeve of mine is? You're bringing yeah. up salons. Uh, I don't know if you're into manicures or pedicures, but yes, I am. Please, I'm going Sunday. Have you ever gone to a manicure? Wrong trend. You ever gone to a manicure and and the people that are get, that are that own the shop speak a different language and they're all speaking to each other and you know they're oh. talking about you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's episode. Yeah, exactly. They're all speaking Vietnamese and I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about? Or you know what would be a great bit is they're talking Vietnamese and I answer them in English and they're going, yeah. oh. You know, I go. I know you're talking about me, so why don't you just speak in English? You know, I, know I was in I was in a, in a in a nail salon in Studio City when I was back in L.A. When I uh, before I saw you at Arch Deli, I went down there and got my nails done, and I, right. all I heard was and I I turned around and I said, "Yeah." She just lost it. It was so funny. I gave her a wink, and then when she got done, I tipped her really fat, and I said. And she looked at me and I go, I understand everything you said about me. And you're going to get a nice Yelp review when I walk out. <laughs> no way. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's great. So, no, but hey, great. they no. can talk about you all you want. Who cares? It was yeah. great. They're, they're enjoying their lives. They got a nice business going on. Came Life goes that. on. Yep. What do you got going on? This I'm, I'm watching the playoffs this week. I'm going to work, watch the playoffs, have family over. Right. What are you doing? I'm going to watch some football, uh, probably lift drive. You know, I still do that, make some money. Um, you know, just, you know, listen, every day's a gift going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show and, uh, count your blessings, everybody, you know, don't be a jealous, uh, toxic person, whatever you get in life, you work hard. And, you know, luck and timing has a lot to do with life. You know, even though you work hard, nothing, you know, so I know a lot of actors, buddies of mine who never, never got their dream because, you know, right place, right time, right part. But to be bitter and angry is no way to go through life. Right. Right, buddy. Everything. I mean, That's why yeah. I say this every podcast. I'm blessed to be with you because no matter we can make fun of each other, you're so positive about everything. You know, you get the worst day in the planet and you're always finding a smile. I need to get more of that in my life. You know, and and hanging out or being with you, I've learned. You know, I've okay. learned not to be so, you know, just so stressed out all the time, and and um and learn not to sweat the small stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And remember, life, you know, life is is a strange game. There are no coincidences. We reconnected after thirty, right? And and look at us now, show number forty-five, and. I live my life positive, positivity and love. That's how I live my life every day. And I do the best I can. Because remember, I, my dad just told me, we just had a talk the other day. You know, if you have a bad day today, tomorrow's a brand new day. Clean slate, baby. Clean slate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, hey, 45 um, in the books. Uh, how do you feel? How do you feel? I feel great. No, it's, it's just, this is this is it's so much fun doing this. Oh, it's great. Okay. I, uh, I'd like to make money doing this, but then I have to get rid of you. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, 
Hey man, I, I, I cannot be good for your acting career. They're, they're like, what the fuck? Oh, by the way, this idiot, you know, come on, yeah. Brad, you're better than that. By the way, when slices goes into production, we got a part for you. You don't have to keep begging me. I got a part for you. And guess what? You play yourself. Can you do that, asshole? Jesus Christ. Paulie Shore did it in Encino Man and Jury Duty and all those other fucking movies. Just play yourself because you're so likable. And I love you. And I love, love you too, man. All right. Happy anniversary. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week on number 46 of Fat Fish, baby. And I owe Brad dinner. <laughs> two. You're going to owe me two. What do you think of that, Dave Linden? You've been <laughs> listening to the Fat Fish Podcast. Heard on all your favorite platforms. Until next time. <laughs> uh, Love you, Brad. Love you too, buddy. Thanks a lot, Manny Klein. Greatest laugh ever. The best. The tackle.